following is a live broadcast of the Lone Star Community Radio Program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com, or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. Hey, this is Chris from The Ticket Stub. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. We're live. 9.30. 9.27, really. Take a skip in the morning. It's here on Lone Star Community Radio. IRLoneStar.com. Worldwide. Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Broadcasting from the LSCR Studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Uh, we're hanging out on Facebook.com. So take and skip Join us there. Comment during the show. Send us a message. But you can also call in 24-7 at 936-228-9368. Or email us at dickandskippy at gmail.com. Yeah, no guests today, so we're just hanging out. So I hope you guys uh, join us. We're going to be kind of doing whatever we want to do, so I love it. Uh, Sean, how are you doing this morning? Dick, I am rocking and rolling. How about you, my friend? Doing good. It's always good to see you on a Monday morning. Yeah, it was a nice weekend. What'd you do? Uh, nothing. Nice. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Well played. Well I, well, I just visited family and you know, bowled and did that stuff. So. I, too, visited. My mother-in-law came up. And of all my mother and mothers-in-law that I've had, she's my favorite by far. Yeah. And so she and the missus hung out and quilted most of the weekend and, and did did stuff. And I hung with my mom for a bit. And yeah, you know, today is my anniversary oh, with congratulations. Mrs. Skippy. Seven years of marriage. There you go, man. Getting there. Getting almost almost to the double digits. Almost there. But uh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, I hung out with the. Police dog this weekend. So that was a canine unit. Yeah. How? I, I mean, I, I love like yeah bomb sniffing dogs and drug dogs and stuff like that. They're just so awesome. Yeah, it was fun because uh, he had surgery. Oh. And uh, my cousin came to town to watch him because my uncle, who's the officer, had to go somewhere. And he's like, "Hey, can you take care of you know give him the drugs every whatever it is to uh-huh. watch the wounds and all that kind of stuff." So we just hung out, and watched football. And now is this one of those dogs that you see on the? TV shows where it only understands commands in German or something? No, uh, this dog, uh, I mean, I don't really know the commands. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, it's a big dog. Uh, like Is it a German Shepherd? Or? No, it's some Czechoslovakian. It looks like a German Shepherd. It's like a mini German Shepherd, but it's still big. Gotcha. I don't know. But yeah, it was fun. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's it. There you go. And uh, yeah. So what, are we doing? A pres- so so when, when he brought a, a drug-sniffing dog over to your house, was there that momentary panic? No. The okay. only thing that would, like, it's funny about these dogs is you know how powerful they are. So it's like you don't want to say or do the wrong thing. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't say frozen gloss. Yeah, yeah. But or not even that. It's like because you know it's recovering from a surgery, and you're like, I don't want to startle it. And you know the dog's, like, into everything because it's like that's what the dog's supposed to do is, you know. Well, cool. You but, got to uh, hang with the cop this weekend. Yeah, that's what well, was funny because I made a joke and then my cousin's like, well, you know, that's a cop, right? So you probably don't want to do that. I'm like, what? And like, I thought he was retired because my uncle is one of like one of those dudes who just loves dogs. He's been a canine officer for a long time and he's he's taken in dogs after their service. So it was not uncommon when we went over to their house that he would have two or three German shepherds just like hanging out. They're retired and basically he's just providing them a retirement basically mm-hmm. so i thought it was a retired dog but it wasn't 
still 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 taking down bad dudes. So solid choice. That's cool. Yeah. Um, if I had my phone, I'd show you a picture with the dog. Dog loved Holly. Like would always be. Everybody like, loves Holly. So. Yeah, it was. It got annoying for her because she's like, I can't go anywhere because the dog's so big. I was about to say the dog's probably bigger than Holly. Yeah, so, so big, and then like she can't put her drink down anywhere because the <laughs> dog would knock it over. Because it's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And something like that. But uh, cute. Yeah, I would not mess it. Well, what I love is we took the dog for several walks because I was trying to get the it back on its feet from the surgery, and you could tell that it really wanted to go chase stuff, and then it was hurt, so it couldn't. You felt bad for it. You're like, oh, you can't kill that cat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah. But uh, other than that, we solved the problem in our backyard. I, I don't think I told you this. There's little holes started popping up in our backyard. And we're like, this can't be the dog. You know, our dog. Okay, gophers or snakes? It was uh, armadillo. Really? Yeah, Holly found it. She took a picture. Like, look what I found. Because I've been filling, I've been putting, I, got, I thought it was our dog. So I've been putting in like chicken wire in the holes and putting dirt. Mm-hmm. But then they kept moving. I'm like, but we watch our dog. We don't leave our dog on a comp- Like we, we, we like having the dog around. So we'll let her out. We'll go out with her and walk and stuff, but we don't ever just leave her. I'm like, there's no way she's sneaking for every 20 seconds when we're not looking, doing a little hole, doing a little hole. But I'm talking like a deep hole. And so are armadillos diggers and rooters. I don't know what, well, that's what it was. Okay. So I was doing it, but hey, uh, you should have grabbed it and cooked yourself a little something on the half shell. I feel always if I'm am I wrong, but aren't armadillos very poisonous? I have no idea. Or like they're they're high carriers of diseases, so it's like that I can like see. Like you're you're pretty much flipping a coin to see if you're gonna die if you eat one. It's like that sushi plate, you know, the fish that you the got a fish 50, or whatever. 50 chance yeah. of dying if you eat it. I mean, that's that's real living right there. When people say you need to live your life, like, well, I did. Uh, <laughs> but you know, uh, one thing I was very upset about is the coordination with this presidential election thing. Is we're trying, lack thereof. Well, we're trying to watch football, and then they were like, every channel had a major game on, and then they kept switching to Joe Biden stuff, but like nothing was happening. And like, like there were some, like, you know what I'm talking about? Are like, you saying the media was trying to push the you must like this guy thing? Well, no, it was just annoying because you're like in the middle of a game, and then it's like, oh, we're going to Joe Biden. Sorry, guys. And then it's like a couple of seconds later, they're like, oh, go to this channel to watch the game. So we go to that channel to watch the game, and then it would tw- switch again. And I'm like, I guess there's just one of those moments in time where they're like, hey, this is the most important thing going on. We're going to force everything to... It's kind of like 1984 a little bit. A little bit. Not like a lot. I gotcha. But it was fun. I was I was like, we had to figure out how to find the other channels and all that kind of stuff. Because some like where we were, we didn't we weren't aware of the TV. Like, what channel is USA? I have no idea. Do we have USA? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, this is why people legally stream stuff. Because Don't you have the new uh, speaking to your remote control no. stuff? No. No. We're old school. It was like an antenna. Like an HD antenna. Like it was like that kind of thing. Gotcha. So that's what I liked. I was like, this is, we're going back to like 20 I, years I was, ago. You're, you're we're reverting. Going, we're going back to 20 years Back to, to how I grew what up. Channel 21, what channel Do we get USA on HD signals or whatever? Because unlike you, my young friend, I look forward to, you know, I got new episodes of Discovery on Thursdays. I'm, I'm enjoying the season so far. There's a Friday. I never heard of that show. It's Star, called, Trek, Star Trek uh, Discovery. Oh my gosh, we're still. I mean, that thing. Sucks. But the boys would come out every Friday. There's another yeah, show. Mandalorian. Comes, Mandalorian. Every it sucks too. I mean, all these shows suck. No, now. it's great. That's how we did it. No, they're horrible. But the shows are horrible, or did they make yeah. you wait for it? Well, I've been watching Mandalorian. I just like the thing I don't like about what they're doing in encompassing that once a week release. Each episode. It's like it reminds me of the like the lost stuff where the whole hour is not very good, but five minutes of it is good. Does that make sense? Like they're like we're doing so much filler, so much stuff. We're like, where are we going with this? Like, is this is this another oh I'm stranded with the Mandalorian and he's trying to do good by somebody and then that's it. At the very end they leave. Like I think he's been in like nine scenarios where he gets stuck and he's like his back's against the wall. And then somehow he lives, and then he's like, "Well, I'm going to the next up." But and if I if I may, and I think this boring. is what Favreau, John Favreau, is doing wonderfully. He is invoking the old '70s. No, I get it, but like, if you're trying to tell me it's world building, like we get it after the third time. It's no, it's not world building. It's the whole just you have everything from the Fugitive to the Incredible Hulk to Kung Fu. 
all these shows if were I about was, your hero. If I was the Mandalorian's partner, I'd get sick of it because he always finds himself in the worst case scenario. His like, partner is a little Yoda. Yeah, that's what I'm, I mean. If he could talk, he's probably like, hey, how about we don't go to that planet? And how about we don't help these people? Because usually they don't give us anything in the end and we almost die. <laughs> and then they, sometimes they blame us for their children dying. This is just like last week at this yeah, time. It's like, why are we doing this? And I think I think that's will. And I understand when you're in the creative process and someone goes, "Hey, we need nine episodes." You're like, "Man, that's a lot of like, like this is where we want to go." We Nine's need- a lot. See, I grew up when there was twenty-four no, I'm to twenty-six. Like you're trying to write it, and there's not really a lot of write. Like you know how to write the end. You know the, who the bad guy is. You kind of know where you want it to go, but then you have to fill it in with these episodes. I agree. Mandalorian is kind of a, it's a plotting show, and that's with DD, not TT. It's plotting. Not really. It has one plot. It's like now it's no. I, I got to get Yoda to these people. That, oh no, that's what I'm saying. It's Simple. not. I'm not saying it's a one plot show. You could it, probably it kind do of, it in an episode. It kind of plods along, but that's the Kung Fu was the same. I look at this and I see Kung Fu. Well, see, I get it for the first season though, Sean, because it's world. It's like giving you an idea of like what the history of the Mandalorians. This is like mm-hmm. this is the way kind of stuff. But then we're two episodes in and nothing has happened. Well, yeah, they blew up the big. Monster in the oh, cave. Cool. We've already done that several times. And Timothy Oliphant got a new. I mean, that guest was cool. Gig. I mean, that, I like him. He did not fit. I did not like him in Star Wars. I was like, this. He doesn't fit this. Like, it, he's too polished. He needed to try an accent or something to make him look <laughs> real gritty. But uh, no, I don't. I'm not digging it. Sorry. Okay. You're allowed. Yeah. It was the same thing with the boys. Like the boys, I feel like after watching season two, I was like they could have done that in four episodes. And like it would have been exactly the same, yeah. And unfortunately, I think that's I think a lot of these shows are are challenged with like, oh, we need nine episodes or twenty episodes or whatever, figure it out. And I think that's why certain shows like the X Files gets the the leniency of it because you know there's going to be Monster of the Week episodes, and they're so well done as a single episode, you feel it's kind of like uh, SVU or like Law and Order shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the reasons that show the shows were so successful is each episode could stand alone and you'd be entertained. Like, oh, that was good. Like, yeah, that that's was, what a procedural is. Yeah. And you know, and Mandalorian's not a procedural, and it's just it is, but it isn't. Uh, you got the boring un- man. I'm bored. It's much like Gunsmoke. Like, I can, I can sit there and watch that. Like, oh, there's probably going to be something underneath the ground that's going to grab somebody. But no, it's a western. I mean, Mandalorian is a western. Yeah, all the way. Like, what and I much like done, the old Gunsmoke, it was where you have Marshall Dillon. He'd go to the, or Lone Ranger going to the town every time, and there'd always be the bad guy, and they'd always get, it's like Hardy Boys books. Every Hardy Boys book, they each got yeah. knocked out twice, each book. Once together, once separately. It, it's a procedural. And so... Boring. It, it, it's nostalgic for me. I, I can see how it could be boring for a well, well done. live on the Razor's well done. world just, guy as you. But. I just don't get, it doesn't get me uh, my fulfillment. Of, there you go. Like I well, I think The Mandalorian is my generation's mur- murder she wrote. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Have you seen the past two episodes? The last one I saw was when they blow up the big okay, monster yeah. in the cave. I know there's an episode so, after that. We yeah. haven't seen it yet. So when you watch that, get back to me, and, you'll, and I think you'll understand what I'm talking about. Okay. I mean, I can forgive an episode or two just because they had the money and they wanted to make <laughs> like a, an episode that's fun. They didn't really have to focus on anything. But, I mean, I didn't learn anything. I didn't I mean, Baby Yoda ate some eggs. It was cute. Like, <laughs> now, I got to say, like, flipping through... Netflix or Hulu or whatever, seeing what yeah. the new stuff is. I'm excited to find that there have been some, especially on Netflix, some shows that they've taken on as, quote, Netflix originals, whether they buy out another yeah. show or U.S. distributed them. Rewriting history, basically. Uh, but you have ones like Lucifer, it's just more episodes coming soon yeah. or this coming soon. And I think I talked about it when I watched it. There was a Belgian TV series called Into the Night yeah, that lasted for eight or ten episodes. And it was really good. Well, I, I was very surprised when I was flipping channels because it was still on my list. It said, new episodes coming soon. And I was very excited. I just want to pimp the show real quick. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's on Netflix called Into the Night. It's Belgian. So it's probably horrible. Nah. You watch horrible television. I do. I do. But this one's good. Basic premise is this flight, this commercial airline flight. They get off the ground just in time because there's this one guy in the know that sunlight kills you. And it doesn't matter if you're underground or not. You, you know, it's... And so they have to keep flying west around the globe to try and beat the sun, landing when they can to, to find out what the heck's going on. Yeah. 
And the you know season one ended with them finding kind of like a sanctuary where this military is like get in here, we're safe. And half of them make it, and half of them don't. And it was a good standalone, but I'm really looking forward to the second season of that. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff going on with TV and sports, and we're all. I think entertainment's getting back in the groove. I know I know movie theaters are not like I think they. Uh, looking at the Christmas and Thanksgiving, which usually Thanksgiving is usually a big weekend for films. I don't think they're really releasing a bunch of stuff. So I, I well, think they got their backlog. They got their tenants and their, uh, yeah, James but I mean, it, I don't think the movie industry knows how to get back to Norton to what their think thought of normal is, which I don't really know if they're ever going to go back to that. I well, have no good idea. news. Pfizer's re, uh, released that, uh, their early results indicate that the vaccine they came up with is 90% effective. Okay. So that's great to hear. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. see. You know, trust but verify. That's well. My you told name. me on November fourth there wasn't going to be a virus anymore. No, I said that the implications of it will magically start going away, as proven by the super spreader Biden event that happened. That not one single news outlet complained about. There were tens of thousands of people out there going, "Yay, Biden!" Uh, which is fine, but just two days beforehand, something half that size was being poo-pooed as a, a super spreader event. Yeah. And well, so, I mean, you know so I've always said the virus isn't going away. The implications of it are, you know, games are going to start up. Um, uh, the immediate death count is not going to suddenly yeah. be the top of every headline. Well, yeah, there's some, I mean, I, we all, I think we all know that the media gets to kind of do what they want. And I, mm-hmm. and I have my conspiracy theories, they get told what to say. Like or like, who? Uh, like a message. I don't know. I, I always imagine the round table of alien overlords of, of the disguised. That's, or are you like the the the, the guys in X Files, a cigarette smoking or man? It, or it could just be the CEO guy going like, "Hey, we got to push this for the next couple of weeks until like things start turning." Yeah. Well, way. you can tell when I mean, Fox News turned on Trump, and that was the afternoon after or the afternoon of the day where Trump was on there that morning. Basically, said you guys suck because of this and you know rupert murdoch just got ticked off and so that's it he's on my list now and because you could tell there was a a switch was flipped yeah oh no my my favorite thing right now i was reading was twitter uh, of course this is in the news uh when when uh the the passing of the guard happens Mm -hmm. twitter's basically made a statement going he doesn't have the uh was it leader protections on twitter anymore so I, he didn't I, have them to begin I with. Mean, well, apparently they they have a standard for like world leaders that they allow them to say things that you know whatever. <laughs> but they I, ha- I, he I hasn't enjoyed laughed. that protection in a very oh, no, long I, time. I kind of laughed. I was like, man, like, I love how they have to make a statement about it, and you know, like half that company's like, can't wait till the twentieth. We finally get to flip the switch, and then all of a sudden he gets kicked off. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, speaking wait. of Twitter, um, I noticed over the weekend. Uh, a, a migration of a lot of people, left wing, white, right wing, whatever, towards Parlor. Now I've been a member of Parlor for a couple of months now since I think June because I like checking out new avenues. You know, it's like I, I get my news from multiple sources. I like to have multiple uh, inputs. I can't believe you use Twitter. That kind of like I don't get that kind of social media. I've my any love affair I may have had with Twitter soured pretty quick when I saw things in action, where I saw what Jack was doing in front of my eyes, where I would be following someone, all of a sudden I wouldn't be following them anymore. Yeah. Um, right after I would say, you know, good point or something well, what, like what's that. It, what's interesting about this, and you can, it's a great test because COVID-19 was a great uh, test for social media and then also the selection results. Like if you notice on social media or any type of tech Thing you've used like youtube or whatever you'll see little notifications saying like if this re- if this is in regards of an election please report abuse mm-hmm. you know this might not be true basically it's like they're trying to understand that we can tell our users like we're not responsible for what's going on and you know view at your own risk or if you see something you don't like report here but it's like a, it's like flagged mm-hmm. like everything that i would like be be watching if it even like mentioned one little word that had to do with COVID or election or Trump or Biden is like report abuse. I'm like, man, this, this is just him talking. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Which is why, because I've had to explain to several people, because I mean, parlor, I don't know if you saw on Facebook, but over the weekend, a lot of people, I'm on parlor now, this, 
And I, I too, announce it just to let people know I, I'm there, but uh, I'm still really, here, too. Are you, are you like a, a social media fiend? Like, do you, do you, Are you like a person that if you don't touch your phone for an hour and check Twitter or Parler, you kind of worry about it? No, I could be because I have that kind of addictive personality. But hold on. <clears throat> but like on the show for three hours, two hours, whatever, it's it's just watching our feed. That doesn't, that doesn't count. That's what I'm saying. I'm not freaking out going what's happening on Twitter or Parler. I'll, I'll find out later today, yeah. maybe. I like to keep well, up with stuff. But... Let's, let's do current news. Since you haven't been on Parler, you don't know what's going on in the world. Um, you did mention that the vaccine is in. We've been making vaccine for a while. Well, it's uh, in trials. And, in trials. and 90 is Pfizer's vaccine because we have multiple companies working on yeah. their own versions. Pfizer released today. That early tests are indicating that it's ninety percent effective, okay. which is promising news. Doesn't mean that you know we we rush it out to market tomorrow. Yeah, but I would very much like to see that go out there. Anything, I don't care if it's a placebo, if it gets people back out there again and gives a sense of safety and bonus if it is safe, even better. I'm all for it. Now, unfortunately, you've got like. Andrew Cuomo saying it should be delayed until after January so that it's not the Trump vaccine. I mean, that's pretty much what he said. Yeah, people and, people yeah. get so worked up. That's one thing I've noticed after the election. Is, yeah. Is, that's I, ludicrous. It, that people get so worked up about both parties. And I'm sitting there kind of going like, why can't we kind of just look at it as like, because to me, when, I, when you kind of look at both parties, I think both are bad. For yeah. like the, for American values, like the heart of it, and I think the at a local level we can see more fine movements and like you you see it, but it's it's kind of weird that you would you would try to convince yourself that this is going to be a great thing if that if that makes sense. Oh, I view both parties much like I view many uh, organized churches. Yeah. It's like or one religion. Well, it's best well, when you pick and choose what works for you best. Well, this one the the, from unique, the unique thing about this election, in my opinion, is you really saw two candidates stick to their guns of something like because they had to make themselves so different and it's separate from the other candidate they've said and they made things well like, you like say policies so, and stuff like that and then when but they, with biden we were fracking not fracking, fracking what i'm saying fracking. Like, he didn't stick to any policy well, well, i'm saying like he he said things and then when you know two years from now people are gonna be like well what about when he said you know xyz i'd wait two days from now because so, he, he went from no fracking to no fracking to no fracking well it's kind of like that whistleblower thing not, like that really weirded me out. That was the first time I got weirded out by Obama, because so wait, what, you're gonna have to. So when he, I think I believe me. it was in 2008. Like on his website, he had like one of his his policies or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. He had a whistleblower thing. Like he would encourage whistleblowing protections and all oh, that. Kind of oh, oh, that yes. And then when basically uh, Julian Assange and then also uh, Snowden thing happened, it was removed from the website. And no one really talked about it because mm-hmm. those dudes weren't getting protected at all, like, mm-hmm. especially Snowden. And I was like, that's kind of suspicious. Like, why? Just because you don't like what the guy released, like, now we can't. Well, there's a difference for me between a whistleblower and a, a mole, a spy. Yeah. And there's, yeah, that's a huge difference for me. I'm still staggered that Snowden is still at large. No, I can see it. Well, I, I can see it. That's what staggers me, that I can see yeah. it. And I, and that's when you're kind of like you know you're never gonna win it you're never gonna be a hundred percent behind somebody and then but I feel like Biden's gonna have a hard time covering his tracks just because of how div- divisive this election process was where he actually had to like be so different from Trump I think we're gonna find a huge increase in uh, FOIA requests Freedom of Information yeah. Act requests uh, and not just Judicial Watch I'm talking where every Tom Dick and Harry's like. They're going to want forensic evidence on the laptop, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop, you, you know. And I, I here's the thing. The, the media has enjoyed four years of the, the common enemy, right? Well, well, now that they can't blame Biden, assuming Biden wins. And just to let people know, because I've— my, We know you're a fringe activist. Well, so. my inbox has imploded, exploded with between people going, yeah, how does it feel? Or, you know, what are you going to hop on board? And I just want to state this. A single state has not certified results. 
the president is named by the election commission, not by Fox or any, anyone else. You know, and to call Biden president like Biden right now is wrong on every level. Al Gore was given 37 days by the Supreme Court for the whole hanging Chad yeah. scenario. Six recounts happened as a result. Trump has legal recourses that are in motion. So it's that's why many states aren't calling their final votes because they don't want to get lumped into the the, the possible fraud cases. Well, let me ask you this. So and once listener- the legal remedies are done and it's certified, whoever it is, I will congratulate. But no one has been elected president or reelected president. I feel like they're just going to tell us whenever. Like I have, we have no really no the Supreme over Court it. will have a hard deadline. We're just going to be like, oh, okay, it is what it is. Yeah, no, there, there, there's a hard deadline coming up. Well, first off, January 20th is the hardest deadline you can have. But before then, uh, these legal recourses have to take, have to have their run. And that's what surprised me at the resistance to it. First off, recounts are a cherished institution. It's a constitutional protection. There are laws saying if you're losing by this much, uh, usually it's like 2%, you're, you're automatically given uh, a recount, it, it, you know. So if I were a Democrat or a, and or a Biden supporter, I would want all these recounts and everything to happen so I could shut up the Republicans. Yeah. You know, you don't want the negative—because we had four years of the cloud of suspicion well, of especially peeing on mattresses. So important as That's what election, I'm saying. Yeah. We've had four years of the cloud of suspicion of Russian collusion and peeing on mattresses and all these things. Do you want the next four years to be that? To, no, you 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 want a clear win. No, so I, think, I can't understand I think that why people aren't out of the bag. Like that's always going to be claims. It's always. I think that is something that, especially when it comes to a message, that's the easiest message to spread because you're you're going to have people fifty fifty on it no matter what. But to tip it that way, if the Supreme, if recounts confirm a Biden win. Then that's good news for everyone who voted Man, for Biden. If I was Biden right now, I'd be calling Obama and be like, "Dude, you thought you inspired people? Yeah, I got more votes. I got than more you. votes than you. Because that would be the biggest trash talk ever. And you know, the egos. You got you got to imagine these people have egos a little bit. I would hope so. And yeah, trumpet players, doctors, fighter pilots, and presidents should have ginormous yeah, egos. I'd be talking so much smack to Obama right now. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, th- thanks for your support. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd be interested. One thing I would be interested about are the little things that are following behind this election, like, you know, the <laughs> human rights, the little things. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's I think this was it's so disturbing to me is the the ideas that we have as a country, what we want to achieve somehow in the past, you know, four years plus. It's like we get shadowed by these these topics they want us to talk about, but there's other things going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really sure, know like the specifics because, you know, when someone tells me, you know, civil liberties are being violated in the United States, I'm like, where? Because I feel like that's the kind of like people say that. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, these people are being, you know, targeted. I'm like, well, well, when? Like how? Like, I don't really understand. You Mm -hmm. can tell me it's happening. I don't doubt it's happening, but like, tell me how, where is it? Because I mean, I I think there's at one point, everyone feels like they have to have a fight. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like you got to fight, even though it might be not a big deal to like the whole, the whole world or something. But I'd be interested to see what comes after this, because I don't think you know uh, Biden's going to be like well, we're literally going to dismantle the wall. Like I can see him not doing that. I can see him saying, "Hey, we're going to do a better job, you know, managing the border protection." Absolutely. Stuff. But I mean, I don't see well, him really go, "Hey, we're sending out demolition teams and we're going to be destroying that mile or whatever he built or whatever it was. Like I, well, it's a corollary to the GOP had seven. Something was going on outside. Um, the GOP had seven years to come up with a replacement for Obamacare. Oh, no. And they didn't. And it just drove me to utter distraction yeah. that, you know, I've got seven years of repeal and replace. Okay, well, we're in, we're in well, power now. Let's do it. And there was nothing. Now, I'm, I'm glad the individual mandate was taken out by executive order. Yeah, that made no sense to me. Well, that will that will enable the shreds of Obamacare, the ACA, to, to open up to other possibilities. Yeah. It was the individual mandate that was just horrendously stupid, in my humble opinion. But, yeah, yeah so it's one thing to, 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 to gripe about it. Like, in the GOP was the worst at it. Oh, Obamacare Well, sucks. that's what I'm saying. I but they had what... no... I wonder what people are expecting because, you know, Uh, everyone's expecting uh, the back to the days of 
Obama phones and fifteen dollar an hour, you know, universal yeah. income. This all these people have been hinted at that you're going to get with with the Biden president, you know, yeah. and that COVID's going to magically go away because he's going to mandate masks for three weeks or whatever. No, the, and that's when it's going to start to implode. I think if he did the mandate mask thing, people get really pissed off. Yeah, because the president doesn't have that power. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can see that working for the first three weeks of COVID just because people didn't really know. No, a president doesn't have well, that you know, power. I'm talking about, I'm talking about no. what, you know, it's about what you can get away with. Let's be real. And <laughs> I feel like if you, like people didn't really understand what was happening and they were scared and like, you know what? I'm okay with taking two weeks off, you know, just because we don't really know. I don't want to hurt my family. You know, there's a lot of... But people took th- but now two months off. Well, no, now we're so far into it. It's like, no, it's too long. It's, too, it's been too long. Mm-hmm. We're, we've, been, we've been hanging out. Because like I was hanging out with a friend this weekend, and they live in Harris County, and he's like, yeah, it's a day and night difference, it seems like, going from Harris County to Montgomery County. Oh, yeah. And he goes, it's 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 really funny to me because, like, what's stopping people from traveling? And so it's just kind of like, are you, is this, what do you call it? Like a, you're making, you're trying to make a difference, just virtue signaling, signaling mm. kind of thing. It's like, I feel like that's what a lot of this is because you either do or you don't wear a mask, and then companies are like, wear a mask, but then we won't. Enforce it, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Because again, we both agree, boots on the ground. Yes, you know, boots on the ground, tanks in the street. If you're not wearing a mask. You're going in the gulag. Yeah, I'm gonna get. Oh, if I'm not already on AOC's and Buttigieg's blacklist that I mean, they're putting you, together, you, you think we're we're not mining for coal yet? Wait until <laughs> we get the gulag set up. We're That's mining right. for coal. That's right. You're gonna dig down till you find diamond uh, yeah. or China, whatever you hit first. And if you're good for two weeks, you might get a pickaxe. <laughs> I do it like uh, uh, Tim Robbins in Shawshank Redemption. I use oh, my yeah. pickaxe to just did dig he, my way out. No, it was a chiseling tool. Or a, uh, no, it was a little little dinky yeah. geologist axe thingy. That's funny. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I, that's one thing I'm I'm very curious about this election process. Like the little things that kind of come out, and what really what what direction do people take, and what 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 are the, what's there to fight for? Like, tell me about it. You know, like I want to know. What's going on in the world? Because it, it, clearly, we all—I think it's fair to say—we all understand that the, we can't, as a country, change the whole world doing drastic things. It's more of like a slow burn, right? Would mm-hmm. you agree with that? It's like a slow burn. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the po- political game you have to play. And I don't see—I don't see Biden going forward, going like anything that Trump did. We have to undo everything. Like I don't see that. But I think people expect that. Is that fair to say? Like you think I expect the attempts will be made to get us back in the Paris Climate Accords to yeah. start kowtowing to Iran again, which just well, no, makes yeah. me shudder to think about. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see like those kind of decisions because to me those are softballs. You know, like oh, going back to the Paris, like because to me the Paris thing was just kind of like, hey, let's hang out and it's like let's join up and do a. a it's kind of like wearing a promise ring. Let's wear a promise ring <laughs> together, guys. And that's or it. Or we're engaged to be engaged. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I respect the choice. The idea is good. But, yeah. you know, really what we're trying to get results here. Because I feel like that's the job of, of an elected official is get results. Not just, oh, hey, I'm going to get on my podium and talk about the great things we're doing. But that's about it. Like, it's not nothing's really happening. But uh, that's why people like sports, because you get results. There you go. Yeah. You get your results. Yeah, I've been enjoying sports. It's been good. I've been enjoying, you know, broadcasting the uh, in Woodlands the, the football yeah. games. Football's getting good. They had some great college games this weekend, man. I was very, I was very satisfied watching because I don't really watch football, but my cousin does, so it's nice to hang out and watch, you know, ten hours of football and watch some good games. It's good. There you go. No mask at all. I mean, they're spinning each other's face, calling each other's name. Love it. We're back to normal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. But uh, but yeah, is there anything else going on? Like, I mean, I don't really know. Well, it's my anniversary today. Well, I know you can keep saying that. No one. Cares. Oh, did I say it on the air earlier? Yeah, I already did. I thought I told you off the air. I, you literally said it. Well, that's how that's how in love I am with my wife. Okay. I'm saying we get it twice. It. We get it. So, <laughs> I got to figure out what to do because I've got Tech Week rehearsal all week. Yeah, for the show that I'm, uh, it's called Twas the Night Before Christmas. Oh, it's yeah. a kid show where I'm playing oh, three no. characters, including Santa Claus. Are you the one doing the USO show? Okay, so the That's, my theater is doing the USO okay. show that I'm writing. Yeah, people people are hanging out over here at the Crying Theater all weekend. Something must have been going on. 
Oh, I'm sure they had they had something going. Something's going on. Nice. Yeah, there's people on the streets. I was like, oh man, here we go, Portland. People on the streets. And- <laughs> Sorry, singing a song. But so my theater, Points North Theater in the Woodlands, is doing on December 19th the this USO 40s. World War II. It's like an entertainment show. show. Yeah. The USO was like, you know, in Vietnam, the newer Bob Hope would go off and, and uh, entertain Wait, the Let me ask someone. Do you remember, I think it was last year, was the Owen Theater did like a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And it was basically just like time-slotted entertainment. So, mm-hmm. you know, like we have Magician, we have this. Is that what you're going with? Or are you actually doing like a play where there's a narrative? Well, it's it's called a review, R-E-V-U-E. So it's a lot of songs from the 40s where you got... The, yeah, but is there a narrative, though? Yeah, in the sense that the songs are strung together that you have these actors, three gals who are like the Andrew sisters and two guys, okay. and the MC. Now I get it. And they're putting on a show. It's like, hey, it's Christmas Eve, 1944. And so we're putting in, like, commercials from the time era, uh, from that era. Like There's the, no these monsters. Cigarettes. There's no space travel. No space travel. I'm but not, I, I'm not seeing But that. I have put in, like, I'm you know, the it. death of Glenn Miller. There's no belly bursting. No, no, not See, I'm time. not into it. Like, Sorry. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, especially it gives actors an opportunity to display their range. Yeah. Because you have different types of stuff going on. And seeing there's no you, there's no blocking, there's no plot like a drama or something. You know, they're all behind a microphone. So basically it's lazy directing. Well, I'm not directing it, That's so I can't. It's like, I don't have to block anybody. This is the easiest thing I've ever done. So there's that. Now, I am, for another theater, directing Shakespeare for their academy, for their teens. Okay. And then at that same theater, I'm also in... The show called "Twas Night Before Christmas." Stomach bursting. I'm playing no. Well, sometimes it feels like it because I'm playing three characters and I run around so much that I I I make sure that my there's a EMT in the wings with a CPR experience because I just might need it, and I get to be Santa Claus in that one. Hence my my Santa beard here. Oh, I thought you were just being a lazy director. Uh, No, no. The second that show's over, this is going back to my normal, you know, suave. Well, I mean, that's, you know, people want to get out and see stuff, so hopefully we'll promote it more and more as the time comes mm-hmm. and uh, and stuff like that. Because I know there's everyone's trying to get back to normal, but I really am concerned about movie theaters, though. Because I really, because it's not the movie theaters that I'm concerned, in a sense, but it's like the chain of command. Because you look at all these big movies that are supposed to be coming out, like especially like James Bond. Like, I'd be freaking out if I was James Bond. Because that movie was supposed to be out like four months ago. And there's really not a... Di- they can keep telling me dates, but it's just like... And you, I believe it when I see it. Well, yeah, because you lose that momentum. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, I don't really care anymore because you moved it back so many times. Like, by the time it comes out, I'm not going to really I care. I think the hunger it. for it will be there that people will come in droves. And that's why for, like, these shows now, my... The single show with the USO show, it's just one night outdoors yeah. at the waterway. The kids' show that I'm doing... We're doing 17 or 18 performances, sometimes two a day, because we are not letting as many people inside. Yeah. So we're keeping it safe. So it's... Well, I mean... It's safe and it's fun, but it's a lot of hard work because... And so I think cinemas are going to do the same thing. They'll probably extend their hours or put one movie on five screens. That way... Hey, you won't won't have the 16... uh, 16 screens playing 10 different movies. It'll be like, there's four movies in this theater. and you're, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'll eventually get back to as normal as possible. And you add the new normal where there will be people from now on wearing masks. And it's just how it is. Yeah. We need to come up with better names for people that wear masks. It's like, you're the marked one. You know, that kind of thing. You're the survivor. Or something like, you're you're infected. This is the way. Yeah. And you need to have something cool. Call them out. Bank robber. The the voids, the covoids, the covids, the vids. There you go. The, there you ma- go. the mouthless. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you are the mouthless. Well, one of my favorite things, and, I, and this is going to sound horrible, but like, you know, when production came back to normal for all these TV shows and things, but now they're releasing the stuff they created. And there's a, during football last night, there was some show on CBS called her, her, no, her, she's a judge. All Rise, I think it was. Oh, golly, I hate that show. And But, like, there were several scenes that were showing, like, the quick clips. It's like, this week on All Rise, she wore the kind of like the mask that you wear where it's like a shield that goes up. But, like, uh-huh. hers was, like, <laughs> all the way up here. And I was like, how can the actors take this serious? Like, I would feel like I'm on a space show. 
<laughs> if like a, someone put a little thing around me that the covered defendant up, will now I mean, rise. It had to be a foot and, and a half. The tribunal. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going like, you know, because they're trying to be current, you know, all this kind of stuff. And there's like there's scenes where they're interrogating, not interrogating, like cross-examining, but there's like plastic shields in front of everybody. I was like, man, that's so funny to me because. You know, as actors are trying to... Some shows will be able to handle it. Now, I am really looking forward to seeing how they handle it in the show Blue Bloods. Tom Selleck's show where he's the New York police commissioner and his whole family's cops and a couple of lawyers. Because it's always been... Here's the thing. Tom Selleck is pretty conservative. Not like rapidly so, but he's all for law and order and kind of stuff like that. And that's what he tries to convey with his character. And, you, you know, so he's got a couple of kids who are pretty liberal you know he's, he's got a daughter who's a defense attorney and she's so she always plays the foil or the voice of conscience with him so it's yeah. always been pretty well written show like, yeah very well written it's not just a cop show where you get to the, the, sto- no. the story is the case it's more of like it's not a procedural this is you yeah. know where you care about this family but it's like they're very you know they're all catholic and they play that up they have sunday dinner every episode has them having dinner as a family on a sunday every episode it's it's part of the thing yeah and so i've always liked it but with not only now, first off, the whole defund the police thing that seems to have disappeared. But that being said, between that and the masking, and they shoot it on location in New York. Yeah, I can't wait to see how they survive this, how how they adapt to it. Not only physically with you know putting masks on the actors because it's not like you're on a soundstage where you can just test everybody before. You know, you're in the streets of New York. And and so there's the practicality, but also the writing of it because of the whole, oh, cops suck thing yeah. in Hollywood. Well, yeah. how's CBS going to handle well, this? Well, one thing I will say, CBS, uh, my conspiracy theory with that that company is whoever is the makeup department got a big, big contract because everyone on every single one of their shows and even their live production shows, like they all look like they have the same makeup. Oh, yeah, the eye makeup artist is, is, can like, start charging a lot of money now. Well, not even that. It's like, I'm not kidding you. I don't know if you watch, I don't really watch a lot of CBS, but when you watch, it's kind of like ABC, CBS. They have that certain tone to all their shows, like mm-hmm. the lighting. The lighting guy is the same for everything. And mm-hmm. like, but yeah, all like even uh, like, the, like the combat shows, like the CSIs and stuff, they all look, have the same makeup. I'll have to have a look. Even the interview, even on 60 Minutes, they all have the same makeup. It was freaking me out because, like, you know that one company who does their makeup <laughs> is like, well, well, we'll sign, but we have to do all of your shows. Yeah, we get exclusive makeup And then basically the, the head makeup person teaches everyone else, this is how I apply the makeup. Because I've learned a lot about makeup because Holly likes to watch the makeup competition shows. Oh, like Face Off and, and stuff. And, like, yeah, and it's like it's there is there is a, like, systems of applying makeup mm-hmm. and to make people look a certain way. And they only have one way on CBS. But, I gotcha. Like they don't, they don't adapt. It's like, hey, this guy's gonna be running through the woods, <laughs> like to find a jet plane that's just crash landed, but he's got to look like he doesn't have any wrinkles. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like it looks so, it's on. so weird. Well, to for me. CBS, uh, after especially after Hawaii Five O ended, the only shows on CBS I, I watched, and I'm talking the the normal channel, is Evil, which I love. I think I've watched a little bit of that. Is that the it, one where... It's on Netflix now. Yeah, because Holly... And I, I told Holly, I was like, I can't watch this because when I go to bed, I usually dream of like... Oh, this will mess you up. So I was like, I can't I can't do it because it's really good. But I go, I'm going to wake up in my dream and I'm going to have some type of some, devil yeah, hanging out by my bed. Yeah, hanging out on you. It's... I, I love the show. There's that. Um, uh, Blue Bloods, as I said. Yeah. And then a show that really caught me by surprise. It's called The Unicorn. And it stars Walton Goggins, who usually plays a bad guy. If you ever saw The Shield, he was like the number one uh, henchman to the, to the to the dirty cop. Is Walton, it, it's a TV show. Yeah, The Unicorn. It's a, it's a sitcom, but it's like uh, Scrubs, where it's not no laugh track and no stage. It, yeah, it's just kind of like there's little jokes everywhere. Yeah, and he plays. Oh yeah, I saw this on CBS. Yeah, he plays a a widower. This is one of those shows, and they all have the same makeup. Yeah, he plays a widower who, with with two teenage daughters and him, just trying to get back in the dating world, and it's very well written. You know, it's heartwarming. It's not in your face. He goes through real emotions, like, you know, he breaks up with like this perfect woman because he's like, I can't get over. The woman starts playing his wife's piano, and he's like, he he has this 
kind of a meltdown. He says, I'm not ready to date you yet yeah. because I, I'm so in love with my dead wife kind of thing. It's very real, but it's funny. Yeah, well, just Walter seeing the friends great actor. follow, and also that Rob Cor Rob Cordry, and I think his friends falling over themselves to try to help him, and usually making things worse. Very well written, but those those are the only three shows on CBS, and I've been looking at coming back soon, and I don't care about any of those except those three. Well, there you go, man. Yeah. Well, there's some good stuff out there. I'm just saying the makeup. It's I literally can't think of out. a single show on ABC or well, no. Um, who NBC would only the only show I'll watch on NBC coming up is the Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist because that that got to me. God, that, such a baby. I am that that one really got to me. So yeah. I'll watch. But other than that, ABC and NBC, I got nothing. I want. I'm all watch. about the SVU. It's so far. I got to start at the beginning. It's like that's like 20 years old. I can't oh, watch that it's much. Great. Hall and I started watching it. If that, I watched an episode our... a day, I. I, or an episode a week, I would die before I got to the end. I would die of yeah, old age. It's wonderful. Like I was telling telling uh, my friends, I was like, you know, if there's one job I would love to write for, it'd be for Ice T's role in in uh, SVU because mm-hmm. he only has a few lines every like. Oh, everybody is parsed out. You get you, here's your yeah. two lines this week. And like, and I go, can you imagine? Especially like the 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 content of the show is really depraving content. Like it's just dark. And I could, can you imagine the actor? His two lines is basically, "I didn't, you know, rape that girl." But then at the end, his other line is, "I did." Like, you, <laughs> like you gotta, like I just can't imagine an actor. You're like, "Oh, we got you. We got you on SVU. You're the killer." Like, "Oh, great. Where are my lines?" It's like really dark stuff, and it's like, "All right, this is how this is range." <laughs> and you're absolutely right. Yeah, and it's it's so it's so now, gross. speaking of Law and Order, like okay, so Eric Stoltz, you know who that is? Oh yeah, everyone he, knows he Eric was, Stoltz. He was on an the episode. original Marty McFly. He played a priest, and in the of course there's like molestation in the priesthood. That's the whole episode. Someone died, and like they start discovering stuff. And there's a scene with his character where he's being accused of it all the time because he's the guy who found the body, you know X Y Z. And then they find a videotape that apparently was like a therapy session of him going through his dark side of his mind because part of therapy apparently in this therapy is he would say what he wanted to do and then they associate it with something being bad so like he would not give in to his urges okay and they thought he was saying that he did these things got it but it turned out to be a therapy thing but Hmm. uh it was just so i mean it was it was dark and uh yeah, and I'm like, man, can you imagine being an actor trying to do those kind of scenes? Cause this oh, I would love that. I'd, I, mean, I love playing the bad guy. But uh, the yeah. dark stuff. Well, that's why people love being on those shows, like be a guest star or whatever, because mm-hmm. you get to you get to go into something as an actor that you don't normally get to do, and now, you, and you don't have to do it for that long. It's not like a movie or something. Like you're probably working for a week or two. Now this so. was odd because I watched Law and Order when it first came yeah. out. You know when it was uh, George Zunda and Paul Servino, yeah. and you know way before even Benjamin Bratt. And I probably watched it a good number of years. I think after Jerry Orbach died, I just you know felt a, a bit was lost to me, yeah. so I kind of fizzled out with it. Um, but I, I saw through the Fred Dalton Thompson days. Well, I was I turned on my TV in my office the other day just for background noise and they were having a one of the channels was having a law and order kind of marathon and it was showing like one of the last episodes of the whole series. And the only person I recognized was Sam Waterson. Yeah. He's still alive. He's still exactly the same. Well, yeah, the man is like <laughs> Creepy. ageless, but he had been promoted to the old Adam Schiff, Fred Dalton Thompson. He's the main guy He's that the, he yeah, only has the uh, one scene where it's okay, go after the case yeah. kind of thing. And they had a young version of him playing the new, yeah. I, I don't even know the guy's name. He was the only one I recognized. And it was so weird because this particular episode I saw, it's the young uh, prosecutor that like he used to be. Breaking the rules you know, to go after the bad guy, and Sam Watterson saying you can't do that, and the guy saying, "But I, you, did, twenty years ago, you did that." And I, because I remember the case he's talking about, I said, you did that twenty years ago, and Sam Watterson, I was young and stupid back then. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is. It was so weird watching this when you get there, to the there, end of a series. I was disappointed in it because there wasn't one time traveling episode. Wasn't there? Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, there wasn't. Are you sure? There wasn't even. I don't think there was even a single long episode. I think there was. I, I really believe there was. <laughs> that's when they're writing. You know, that's when they're at their, at their last. I don't know. The Scrubs singing episode made me cry like a girl at the end of it. Well, that Scrubs allowed to do that. Yeah. Scrubs, Scrubs is really good at at 
yanking the yanking you every which way emotionally. And that's why I like the uh, the only NBC show I liked was uh, uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist because they do the same thing. Just, what whatevs. So what else is going on? Where I I don't know. There's really not a lot going on. In, no, in Conroe, we're still a few states. We're missing something. Yeah, there, there's a we're in a, we have we're a, a mayor state. now. Yes, Jody Chikowsky, Congratulations on so your on that. your win. I know I was. I know I was mistaken. There's going to be a runoff for there, city yeah, council. There was a runoff for I think position five. Yes, I think it was between Marsha Porter, who was previously a city council person mm-hmm. and then i think who was the person she's running i uh, i can't remember unfortunately oh, it's, in, it's a it's a lady inman last name inman yeah i think dale inman's wife isn't it i don't know who that is Who's dale inman was uh uh cisd uh trustee who just got on the somewhere else he ran for something else sure yeah i was yeah. so we have for the I, I think when is that is that may when's the runoff february do we know i think before may Okay. It'll be coming up pretty I'm soon. Just making up stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sometime in 2021. Oh, I wanted to ask you something, and the listeners, if you're if you're if you're knowledgeable about this, <laughs> or if you're there, have, have there ever been a such scenario where we had to like revote? Because like I get I runoffs, would, I get runoffs because that's just like hey. now. I'm talking like now. Here's the thing. I would presume that in our history of voting in America. There has been a situation where, let's say, nat- natural disaster occurred yeah, or something like, to where you'd have to, or you like, the the courthouse went up in flames with all the ballots inside, so you'd have to revote or something. I can see that. Now, if you're talking about a national election day being redone, if if, if for the presidential election, is that what you're talking it's about? Anything. It's like anything. Like you said, like I was just curious because. It, it, I don't know anything. It off would have my head. I, I don't. I can't cite any examples. I would presume something like that would have happened, but it can't be. It, it's almost like the nuclear option. You can't go. You can use that once because once you start, you're going to do it every single time. Yeah, and yeah. that's where it falls I was curious. Apart. Oh, I would. I, I'm going to say that from this uh, from Gore on, uh, it opened the door. But from this moment on, uh, every presidential election is going to get to the Supreme Court. Yeah. No matter what, I don't care if you win forty nine states to one. The other side's gonna fight it to the Supreme Court, which is fine. That's what it's there for. I'm not complaining about it. But that door was opened by Gore, and now it's it's Trump's enjoying. Well, trying to enjoy the same privileges, um, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I really wasn't around for the Gore Bush thing, so I have no idea what the media was doing or like what the the. Uh, they were doing exactly was. the opposite of what they're doing right now. They're like, we need to spread it. We need to give Gore every chance to make sure to, to, that all, yeah. you know, not this whole, no one was saying President-elect Bush. No one was saying, just concede, Gore. It was all the the opposite, So, which is why I just tune it out. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I guess it gets a little much, doesn't it? Yeah. At least it's exciting, though, in a sense of if you're, if you're in <laughs> We that, are living in history. Yeah, I mean, that's. Because I don't understand the whole thing, and then, like there's, because you know there's I'm a conspiracy theory kind of not a junkie, but like I enjoy yeah, those conversations absolutely. more. Absolutely, I think that's also because like reading CNN or Fox or whatever, I just I, like the the way they write their articles and stuff. They don't seem to answer the questions that a reader wants to know a mm. lot. If that makes sense. No, they're they're trying to pose answers to what they want you to. Yeah, it's weird. Like, and that's just the the style, the way they write it, and, and then also present stuff. Like, I, it's weird, and especially with those articles where it's like a paragraph. It's like, why even write it? Well, it reminds me even... of those Facebook ads where it's like the latest hot thing: glitter nose hairs. And it's like, no, it's not the latest hot thing. You're just saying it is. Yeah. Trying to make it so. It's the same basic. But premise. uh, but yeah, that's one thing I reading the conspiracy theories and you know you're seeing all like you learn more about how voting takes place and then ballots and all that kind of stuff and i think the only one thing there's there's two things that really weirded me out which are like true from what i like from my research they're true was like the some states just stopped counting for the for i don't know if it was in i couldn't find the reason why they just stopped no, counting. that's there are unanswered questions which like is that, why you have legal somebody recourse. decided that it wasn't like oh hey we're tired everyone here has been working 24 hours we're all going to bed mm-hmm. like i don't think that's how it's set up i thought it was or, always... or kicking out duly designated and certified ballot watchers well i could see that happening because of the misunderstanding like i feel like when because it's so but easy... again it's a, it's an unresolved question well that's so easy to create chaos to do the to rule that uh, to me, I can see that. But I'm talking about 
like whole states just going no. Yeah, like, we're just gonna stop because because I don't dot know. dot dot. That's yeah. what's really weird to me, and um, that's why there are questions that need answering. Which is why no one should be calling any of this yet till it's certified by the elections commission. Which is how it's been done yeah. throughout all of history. I don't see why now we've got this massive rush. Because I don't. I mean, I could be completely ignorant to the fact that that could be the way they do their voting, where it's like, hey, no matter what. No, this has never been done like this before. You have to stop. Even under Gore, it was just Gore. It wasn't these other races. And now we've suddenly got, oh, now we got two. How many many seats are we down by two? Oh, we got two Senate races suddenly. These votes suddenly showed up. So now we got these in a runoff. Yeah, I don't. It's it's questionable. And that's the thing. Even if you're on. The other side of me on this, you should want these questions answered just to shut people like me up. You know, that's what I'm not getting. Why? See, but I'm so I'm so what do you call passive on this kind of stuff? Because like eventually someone's gonna tell me what to do. Me and that would be me. Yeah, like I'm never because I, I would never steer you. You wrong never there. have people out there. I mean, there's there's select. Oh my god, uh, that's a big truck out there. Did you see that picture of the deer? It had like blood all over its horns. That was weird. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Holy cow. Is that blood? Yeah, okay, so a big honking rig drove by, and I mean, it's like double-sized rig, and it was something about racking something. Uh, like a hunter's Hunter thing. stuff, and it had a big old picture of a deer with just antlers dripping blood. Like, that was... <laughs> that I saw. All right, I'll make sure I saw the same thing. Yeah, we, we, we saw it. We were either hallucinating together, we either took the same drugs, or yeah. not. But no, I, I it, with this whole... This whole scenario, right, at the end, you're, a majority of the people are just going to be told this is what's going on. Because, like, the Bush-Gore thing, really, like, it came down to nine people going, like, I don't see how they determined who won. I don't see how they— They were. didn't. They put a deadline. That's The Supreme Court so, didn't say Bush won. So what what ultimately happened? Explain to me. Because so, I do know there was a good—right like, when Election Day happened, and then a couple weeks after that, people thought Gore won. Mm-hmm. Right, and then what? Turn what? Because we all know history. There happened. were ballots that were improperly. So completed. what did they do? Did they go back to those people, going, "Hey, you haven't no, properly they, completed this one," or they, they just nulled them? Well, again, some of them were annulled. Some of them were. That's what they, they'd have counters looking it up because this is back when you would actually punch the hole. Because it had nothing to do with election fraud. It was just more of we have two thousand ballots here that look like they weren't filled out correctly. Yeah, but then uh, the question, yeah, so it was less fraud. It was very, it, it was not a situation of ballots magically appeared or here's forty five thousand ballots with only you know the same check mark for, for yeah. the president each one. These were should these be countered or not and. I absolutely saw both sides on this because you had to fill out a ballot properly. And if you don't, it shouldn't be counted. So they had so many votes that had hanging chads. They had that many. Not that many, but that's where it became. It's it's that became the the punchline. Okay. And because they'd be looking up and they'd have to determine if it looked like it was meant to be punched or if it was just you know, they'd have to it almost a uh, well a certain standard. Were had people to be met. accidentally punching both? Yeah, that's again. There's a situation where every election people can fill out ballots wrong. Yeah, for the most part, it doesn't matter. You know, Montgomery County. If if a thousand people on the Republican side punch the wrong thing, with those votes annulled, it would still be a, a blowout for that candidate. But when it got down to Florida, where it was down to a couple of thousand votes was separating them. They had each vote had to be counted properly, as it should be. So they did a recount. With they those did votes. six recounts, and they're like, "Well, the problem because you so have." How some- did he gain so much? Because I mean, like, I feel like it wasn't down to ten votes, and they recounted six times, and then like slowly. Well, no, because it was determining if the ballot is like okay. Does is this ballot properly filled out? This person said yes, this person said no. So each time there'd be a different recount. Yeah. And the Supreme Court said, you have till December 3rd, I think. Uh, that's your hard deadline. And so Supreme Court didn't name the the winner. Okay. It, it, and so same thing here. It's not going to name the winner. It's going to say it's going to determine legal recourse. This If this glitch was in one county, and it can demonstrate that it went to other counties, and the Supreme Court can order a recount on all of them. Yeah. And I don't know the full powers of the—I don't know if the Supreme Court can order a new election day or not, or if just saying, you know, we're going to put everything on hold, or you have this hard deadline to count everything. Yeah, that's why I was curious, because 
I don't really know. Uncharted that. waters here. I wasn't. We'll yeah, see. I wasn't really paying attention to the Borkish and the Gorbush. Gorbush thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it was somewhat early days of my voting life too. I, I wasn't fully engaged in it. And I didn't care that much. Yeah. I wanted Bush to win, but it was like if Gore won, I just thought it was stupid because he's going on about you know global warming as it was getting colder uh, back then. So, and I, I also the the bloom of the Clinton rose had had worn off for me as well. When Clinton first got I thought, yeah, this guy's cool. He's on the Tonight Show. He's playing saxophone. Okay, he's reaching out to new audience. And I always appreciate that. And then when I, you know, got more of what Bill was, and then the the kind of star. A uh, special uh, investigation happened, and the Lewinsky scandal came out. And it just cracks me up that in the history of scandals, that's the only scandal ever named after the victim. Yeah. And that just, that, that spoke volumes to me. If nothing else, that spoke volumes to me. So, Poopings are sympathetic. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, I'm done. I think we're done today. It's, uh, Let's let's come back on Wednesday. Yeah, maybe we'll have a something new to report as we get closer and closer to the holidays are ripping towards us here. You wouldn't know by today's weather though; it's going to get up to the eighties today. All right, but anyhow, thanks for tuning in. If indeed you did, and we will yak at you guys on later this yeah, week. We'll see you guys. Peace. on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoy today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.